Hello and welcome back to the Arsenal Fan Podcast. So today I want to talk about the uh, first game of the season that we had at the weekend against Newcastle. Now, uh, we got a 1-0 win against them. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang got his first goal of the season. Hopefully the first goal of many. I'm predicting he's going to get a lot of goals this season, but you can hear about that in my uh, player predictions for this season. Uh, So in today's podcast, I want to talk about the game, go through the player ratings and talk about each player individually uh, and talk about how they performed in the game. Uh, So the lineup was we had Leno, Maitland-Niles, Chambers, Socrates and Monreal at the back. Guendouzi, Xhaka, Mkhitaryan and Willock down the middle and Nelson and Aubameyang as well. Uh, On the bench we had Martinez, David Luiz, Torreira, Sebaleos, Pepe, Martinelli and Lacazette. So quite a good lineup against... uh, against Newcastle there's only one change I really would make to the team and that would be to take Mkhitaryan out and play Torreira or Sebaleos I understand why Emery didn't do that because uh Sebaleos had the uh, under 21 uh World Cup I believe it was so obviously he's not gonna be fully fit and then Torreira uh is apparently not fully fit either so I guess uh, Mkhitaryan was a good option to go into that spot but I just, I'll talk about him when we get to him, but I just don't feel like he is good enough for the squad anymore. Uh, uh, I feel like Emery picked a good lineup for this. Um, I think the bench is the strongest bench I've seen at Arsenal in years, to be honest. I mean, we had, on the bench we had the likes of Torreira, who this season, as I said in my uh, predictions, I think this is a season where he's really going to adapt to the Premier League because he's got over that first year, which is kind of known... Uh, for players to struggle because they struggle physically, especially when you're a little player like Torreira. But if you look at how Kante settled in after his first year, I think we're going to see something special from him. We had uh, Martinez, who I think is going to be a solid backup choice. I think it's going to be nice to have a backup choice who is promising rather than towards the end of his career. Because, yes, Czech was fantastic, but um, I think... Having that kind of youth keeper is going to be quite nice. But um, like I said, you can find all my opinion on all these players in my predictions. So let's get into the team. So, Burn Leno in goal. I'm going to give him a 9 out of 10. I think he didn't do much wrong. Every time the ball came near him, he made the save or he collected the ball up. He passed the ball out from the back very convincingly, I think. He... Was commanding at the back. There's there he knew when it was right to get rid of the ball and when it was right to pass out from the back, which I don't think we've had from a keeper since the likes of David Seaman, Jens Lehmann, that sort of era. So it's nice to have a keeper who knows what's good to do in certain in certain situations in the game. And he made a couple of good saves. There was one against that uh, one where Jolington, their new striker, the Newcastle's new striker. Uh, dribbled past a few of our defenders and got a good shot off, and Leno managed to uh, get his hands to it and get get uh, control of the ball. Um, I think a nine out of ten is a fair fair uh, score for him because to do a ten out of ten, he's got to make some fantastic saves. But he kind of he did a solid job. It was nothing too strenuous, but at the end of the day, he got the clean sheet, made the saves when he needed to, and he was uh, quite good at building attacks from the back, which was nice. Next is Ainsley Maitland-Niles at right back. Now, 
as you know, I think Mate, I think Maitland Niles' best position is uh, as a right mid or a centre midfielder. Ideally, a centre midfielder, but I understand why he's why he's at right back because obviously we lost Licksteiner and Jenkinson in the transfer window. Licksteiner's contract didn't get renewed, and Jenkinson got sold on to Nottingham Forest. Um, so I understand we need someone to play that. And I'd one hundred percent rather have Maitland Niles there uh, than Mustafi, and I think he had a really really good game. Uh, he was in a physical battle in the first half. I think it was against Matt Ritchie. Uh, I think it was Matt Ritchie, or it, um, or was it Dummett? It was, I can't remember who they had down that side, but I remember they had a physical battle with them. Uh, and there were some instances where he did get knocked over, and a foul was given, but no yellow card was given for that, uh, which I think was ridiculous from the ref because I think once you make an once you make that foul on a player three or four times like this, like like that happened, I think there's got to be a booking. But Maitland Niles, I thought he was had a solid, solid performance. I thought he was up and down that right side. He was threatening offensively, and then he got back when he needed to make the tackles. Uh, which is the thing with Maitland Niles, he is very inconsistent at right back. But when he has a game like he like he did on at the weekend. You can't really criticise him in that position. I understand he he's probably better at a wing back formation, uh, and today that on that day he was an actual solid right back. But I thought he had a good performance and he got the assist for uh, for the goal, which was a really really nice ball in. So I'm going to give Maitland Niles an, an eight out of ten. I think he's still got improving to do, um, but he's definitely starting to give Bellerin something to worry about when he gets back from injury. Um, next centre back is Callum Chambers. Now, obviously, this is the position that David Louise will most likely slot into when he uh, gets used to the team and getting settles in uh, to the system that we have. But I thought Callum Chambers once again, same as the right back situation, is a better option than Mustafi to play there. Uh, there was there is going to that that position is probably going to be a battle between the players uh, underneath Socrates and. Um, David Luiz, sorry. Uh, and I think he's definitely making a name for himself. Uh, he had a fantastic season at Fulham last year, obviously, won their player of the season. And I get that was at a defensive mid position, but he, I thought he played really, really well. Uh, he was solid. He put the tackles in when he needed to, and not many people really got past him. Um, he had a good sense-back pairing with Socrates. I thought, Kind of, it was nice for him to have that experienced centre back next to him and kind of guiding him. And I know Callum Chambers is, I think he's twenty six now, twenty five, twenty six, but I think he is starting to put some good performances. So I'm going to give him a seven out of ten. I don't think he was anything outstanding, but I thought he was a lot better than a lot of people thought he was going to be, um, which is good. It's always nice to see players that you don't really expect to blow. Things out of the water do do uh, do well, uh, and especially when it's a centre back. When this and that's a problem position we have. It's nice to know we have a player that we can fall back on instead of once again instead of Mustafi. Um, next is Socrates. My God, this guy is an absolute unit. Not many people get past him, and he's not afraid to kick ten bells out of people either, which is nice because I don't. Once again, I don't think we've had that since the likes of Keown, Adams, Sol Campbell. Um, them sort of players, Winton, Winton Burn especially, players who are, who are happy to get dug in, happy to take that yellow card when they need to. And he's got a good mind for, for 
when it's good to bring someone down. Um, and I thought he guided Chambers very, very well. And he was a commanding, commanding centre-back. He's definitely one of them players who's on the short list for captain. And he's starting to, once again, show that he deserves it, to be honest, because he's been... He's been a leader at the back. Even he's only had one season at Arsenal and he's already proven how how solid he is. Um, and I get he's getting on a bit. I think he's 31 now, but... 30... No, is he 30? He's 30, 31. But I think he's got another few years left in him. It's going to be nice to have that solid centre-back who you know you can look at the back and go, yeah, no one's going to get past him. I'm going to give him a 9 out of 10. I genuinely thought he was superb. Uh, especially against that Jolington striker that they, that uh, Newcastle signed for forty million, because he looks good. He looks like an absolute bowler. Uh, he because he's strong, he's big, he's solid, he's quick, he can shoot. He's not afraid to get into a physical battle. And Socrates was just like, right, if you're going to get into a physical battle, you're not going to want to do it against me. So yeah, nine out of ten, fantastic performance from him. Thank God we've got a good centre back going into the season for once. I'm excited for this. Um, at left back was Monreal. There was we were very very limited for choice at left back because obviously we've signed Tierney, but Tierney uh, still wasn't fit because he had to have surgery for a double hernia, um, which isn't nice at all. But he's supposed to be back in first team training next week. I hear. Well, I believe he's getting into training now, but he's supposed to be match fit within the next two or three weeks, hopefully. So. Uh, that would be nice to have him coming in. And obviously, Stockwood, uh, sorry, Kolasinac was left behind for security reasons because of what happened a couple of weeks ago with him and Meza Ozil, um, which I completely understand. Look, at the end of the day, Newcastle is a long, long, long way from North London. And it's, I think it's about a five-hour drive, if I'm correct in saying. You, if something, and Especially with what happened the night before, I don't know if you knew, but the night before, um, two people were arrested outside of Meza Ozil's house. I'm not sure if that, if they're connected or not, I've, um, but when something like that happens, you've got to put your family first. And being five hours away um, from your family isn't isn't going to be nice, especially when you're going through this sort of situation. Uh, so I understand why they stayed behind for security reasons, safety reasons for their family, and I completely support that decision. Um, same with Meza Erzil. Meza Erzil has just been married, just got married. He doesn't, he's not going to want to leave his wife in an unsafe situation, especially when two people were arrested outside of his house. Um, so I think they were both completely within their right, and I think actually it was the right decision from Arsenal to say, look, you need to stay with your family and you need to stay safe because. At the end of the day, yes, you, um, they're paid to be footballers, but you, they're not. I don't think it's fair for it to ask them to leave their family in an unsafe situation and put themselves in harm's way. Um, so yeah, that's. I think that's completely fair enough. Uh, so we played Monreal at left back. Now Monreal's getting on a little bit. A lot of people thought he was going to leave in the transfer window. He still can. Obviously, Europe still. Uh, the rest of Europe can still make transfer dealings, but only we've shut. But I think I think he had a good performance. He was kind of you can tell he's getting on a little bit, but he was in the Monreal of old. He was uh he was up and down that left wing, he was putting in some good tackles, he was uh he was positioning for me was superb. Um so obviously he's not quite got the legs that he used to have, but I thought he was uh he was very, very good. Uh, I'm gonna give him a seven. Uh next is Matteo Guendouzi, this kid. Whew! 
this kid is going to be something special in this Premier League, okay? Once again, a player who had his first season to set in, had an amazing season last year for someone who's only, who's only he was 18, 19 in that season. He's 19, 20 going into this season. Uh, he's 19 years old and he has such an experienced head on him already. Absolutely superb performance. He was getting tackles in. He was starting the attacks. Honestly, very, very, very exciting player. And most likely a future captain for Arsenal. I'm going to be confident in saying in the next six, five, five or six years, when he's kind of hitting his peak, if he's still at Arsenal, hopefully he will be. He seems to love the club and I think he's real. And the club's going in a good direction. So hopefully we'll be a powerhouse in Europe again by then. Uh, but I think he's going to be something special. And cool, he put in, he puts, he puts a shift in. He worked hard. In that game, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him a, a nine out of ten. I thought he put in a fantastic performance, um, especially in that little bit of a deeper role where he can start the attacks. Next to him was Granite Xhaka. Now, you guys know I absolutely love Granite Xhaka. I think Granite Xhaka is absolutely superb, but I don't think he was quite off the mark. I don't know if it was the first game of the season or the pressure of being captain. But I thought he had an okay performance, but he was very in and out. But once again, still overall, I'd say a good performance. I think a 6 out of 10 is fair for him. Um, yes, okay, we saw a little bit of the old jacker where sloppy passes were put in places. But at the end of the day, it happens to every player. Not everyone's not every player is going to have a fantastic game, game after game after game after game. And Granite Jacker for me, always puts in a good shift. I'll give him a 6 out of 10. Next is Heinrich Mkhitaryan. Get this man out of this club. He's finished. He's done. He's on £220,000 a week. He's supposed to be one of the more experienced players in the team, in a team of young players that are playing. He was the worst player on that pitch out of both sides. He was poor. He was absolutely poor. There were glimpses where we saw what he was capable of. I remember in the first half, he put a really, really nice ball through to, for Aubameyang. Um, Aubameyang couldn't put it away, but it was a, a really, really nice little dink pass. And there was glimpses where he was getting past people perfectly. But then when it came to it, he just couldn't get that final third. Which, from an attacking midfielder, winger player, you want them to be able to give that end product. It's it's the same issue that we had with Awobe. He's fantastic. He can be fantastic getting into certain positions, but when he gets there, he doesn't do anything with the ball. And for me, that's just not good enough. He's thir- he's in his thirties now. He's not good enough anymore. Two hundred twenty grand a week for that sort of performance? Absolutely not. Okay, unless he can pull his trousers up and really start to put in some solid performances, he needs to leave. At the end of the day, I'm going to give him a four. I'm going to be critical of him. Great, you can get into positions. You need to do something with it. Um, next is Willock. Oh, this kid's going to be something special as well. I'm going to give him... I'm not even going to talk too much about him just because I don't want to get uh, ahead of myself. But he was superb. 10 out of 10, my man of the match. Whenever the ball came to him, he looked energetic. He looked like he cared. He was doing stuff with the ball. He there was an off, there was a situation where he lost the ball to John Joe Shelby straight back in body in the line wins the ball back starts a counter attack. He's he can play anywhere in that midfield, and he's 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 still just a kid. I think he really really is going to make a name for himself this season, which is fantastic for him. I'm really really happy. Uh, so yeah, ten out of ten, my man of the match for for that game. Next is Reese Nelson. Um, he was okay. Nothing too 
uh, big to shout about, I don't think. But he put in a he put in a nice performance. So I'm going to give him a seven out of ten. I thought he tried, uh, and I think he looks like he he needs to get a little bit of a confidence boost. I think because I think. He had a fantastic start to last season when he was out on loan at Hoffenheim, and I know he dropped off towards the end, um, and he got dropped from the team. Um, I think that must have knocked his confidence. But he's come back to Arsenal, and he, Emery's obviously shown him that he he wants him to be part of his, his his setup. And I think that kind of confident boost, that first goal or assist that he's going to get, is really going to make him realise that he is he is good enough for this team. He is a fantastic young player. Um, but I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to give him a seven out of ten. I thought he had a had an okay performance. Um, next is Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, or as uh, troops from Arsenal fan TV, TV calls him, Abama Blood Clot Yang. Absolutely superb. Got him off the mark. This year's Golden Boot winner. I'm putting. I'm going to. I would put money on that. He is going to get the most goals. He's going to get about 26, 27 goals this season. I'm feeling confident. He's off the mark with his goal. He was in good positions. He got his goal. Got us the win. What more can you say? He's he's a striker. He's clinical in front of goal and he does what the job he's supposed to do. 9 out of 10. Very, very, very good performance from him. Uh, and the players to come off the bench. Uh, Sebaleos came off the bench. Our loanee from uh, Real Madrid. Put in, put in a decent performance from for what he was on the pitch for. Um, he looks like he's going to be a nice box-to-box player. Good replacement for Ramsey. I only hope that there is going to be some option to buy or some way we can get a deal over the line at the end of the season. Because otherwise we're going to have a fantastic player for a year and then he's going to be gone. Um, Which isn't the worst thing in the world because obviously it's a gap that we need to be filled till next transfer window now. But I think he he put in a good performance. So I'm going to give him a... He wasn't on the pitch for too long, so I'm going to give him a 7 out of 10. Uh, who else came on? Gab uh, Gabriel Martinelli. Ooh, I like this kid. I like him. He looks he looks uh, like a good spot from Edu, uh, who obviously is our new director of football, and apparently is the man who said get this kid in. Um, he's going to be like another Guendouzi, I think. Kind of, he came from the second division in Brazil, and he's coming in. And he's putting making a name for himself in this Arsenal squad from pre-season and this game before he came in and he put in a solid performance. So once again. Seven out of ten, and then uh, the next, the the final sub, uh, the man that we all wanted to see come onto the pitch. Uh, they're calling him Sergeant Pepe. Nicholas Pepe came off the bench, and there wasn't enough time for him really to make an impact in the game. He only came on for about ten, fifteen minutes in the end, um, which is understandable. I think he's not not fully fit. Uh, I think it was more to more for. Uh, introduction to the fans kind of get it for him to get a little bit of a feel out there and get the fans to see him on the pitch um but he looked he looked okay nothing he didn't really have a chance to get involved in the game it was quite a slow game but uh he looked okay i can't really give him anything more than a six just because there wasn't really enough time for him to make an impact in the game and it wasn't very it wasn't a very energetic game at full stop so he kind of i guess he when you're not on that fitness to come into that sort of situation, you've got to adapt quick. And I think he might take him a couple of games, but look how many games it took Thierry Henry to score his first goal. Same with Dennis Burkamp. People said that, oh, he's not going to be good enough. I don't think anyone's saying that about Pepe. So I'm going to give him a 6 out of 10. I think that's fair. Uh, Unai Emery, I'm going to give him a 9 out of 10. I agree with 
the only reason he's not getting a ten out of ten for me is because of that Mkhitaryan choice. I think that let down let down him that let him down getting a perfect score. But at the end of the day, he put the, it was good good performance. Um, so yeah, uh, they're my ratings. Uh, the fans looked like they were up for it. The players looked like they were up for it. Unai Emery was getting into it. I think we're going to have a very very good season ahead of us. Uh, I will bring out my preview show. Uh, very, very soon. Uh, Thank you very much, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.